Welcome to HRI's Next in Health podcast. I'm Jenny Colapitro, PwC's Vice Chair for Health Industries, working across pharmaceuticals, medtech, payers, and providers. And I'm Igor Belakronetsky, Principal with Strategy at PwC Strategy R. I help hospitals and health insurers develop and implement winning strategies and operating models. And today we are joined by our friend James Lynn, who's a director at PwC Strategy End, and he helps payers with their operation strategy and transformation. So James, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. James, on the previous podcast, we've begun a conversation around healthcare marketplaces and how to make them more competitive and more transparent. So that's why we were excited to have you with us, because I know you've been doing a lot of analysis and thinking about the healthcare marketplaces, and I'm using plural intentionally here because healthcare is still local and there are still different competitive dynamics in different marketplaces around the country. And so the picture has started changing around transparency when a mandate has been instituted for health systems to publish their prices. And this mandate has recently been further strengthened. And now next year, payers will also have to publish their prices. So very curious to hear your perspectives and what you're learning about price transparency. How big of a deal is it? How big of an impact is it going to have? Thanks, Igor. When I think about the topic of price transparency, this has really been a topic that's been in the minds of CMS for the last you know, couple of years. And while the mandate is relatively new, states and other areas have already been through the process of implementing different aspects of pricing transparency. It may not be at this current scale and size, but it's definitely there in terms of looking for additional ways to get insights on rates to specific online tools to find out things around certain procedures and services and costs. So those are a lot of the things that we started our analysis and our research on where we're finding out from those experiences those states have, pricing transparency could have anywhere from 5 to 15 different percent of impact in terms of the overall medical cost associated with it. Now, in terms of the mandate, about that went live, the two primary actors that will be impacted is what you just mentioned. It's the provider side of the house as well as the payer side of the house. The providers went in effect earlier this year. And depending on what you think about from a compliance definition, there are multiple statistics that are telling us up to 10 to 50% of the hospital out there are actually compliant. And this is really low if you think about January of this year, and right now we're in November, it's almost a year into enforcement, and yet we still only have such low percentage adoption. Now, CMS is actually changing some of the penalties associated with this to start to incentivize the hospitals in paying a heavier penalty associated with this. So the current penalties around $300 for hospitals, now they're looking at increasing that up to $2 million to hopefully increase some of the compliance associated with hospital compliance. Now, on the payer side of the house, the timeline for their implementation is July 1st of next year. And unlike the providers, there are actually specific requirements in terms of how the information needs to be posted. And most of that will actually help increase the usability of that information. When we think about transparency, I really think that we're still at the tip of the iceberg A lot of this information is out in the market, and a lot of people are actually going through the interpretation process, really understanding what does it mean from a healthcare pricing perspective. And 
I know we've been working with a lot of payers and providers, really starting to look at those machine-readable files to really think about where they are in terms of their competitive positions. And I believe truly that starting early next year, there's going to be a lot of big moves in terms of recontracting, looking at changes within network designs that will actually happen and start to take shape in changing the industry. Some will actually start to argue that pricing transparency have already started to impact the industry with the various different national plans implementing and launching a virtual first health plan. So I'm starting to shift some of that primary care and care coordination online versus in person. And a lot of that is actually due to understanding what is the cost of providing care and how do we actually start to distribute that cost in a more cost-effective manner. Thanks for the insight there. Going a bit deeper into the topic and thinking about these upcoming changes, James, who do you see as the winners and losers when it comes to price transparency? And do you think this will hurt payers and providers? Will it actually make an impact on the consumers and patients out of pocket? Thanks, Jenny. In terms of winners and losers, depending on the specific parties, for payers, there will be both winners and losers when you think about your market positions. So we've done some analysis where based on what we've seen in the marketplace and based on what we have access to in terms of the machine-readable files, we see a lot of the blues typically enjoy a higher percentage of discount anywhere from 30 to 40% versus what we see in the market, given sort of their density and their market share. It is very likely that some of the large nationals and the local regional players will start to make a play for that market share. They'll go through the process of making pitches to local employers and members, really with those additional benefits and other services that will sort of entice the members to start to switch. So we're working with a lot of different health plans now to really look at what their strategic positions look like and really start to identify what are some of the go-to-market strategy that they could think about in defending and growing their membership base. Similarly, on the provider side, there's also going to be winners and losers. You're starting to hear a lot of the different headlines recently about how pricing is so varied by the various different providers. One major publication has recently highlighted the price cost of MRIs And based on the different type of insurance, it could range from $1,000 to $3,000. And those are things that will likely impact the providers more significantly as members start to hear about the varying pricing. And they don't think about it from a payer side perspective. They really think about why is the provider having these type of different pricing changes. And depending on the type of provider that's out there, so for rural providers, the rates are likely not going to change because they're the only game in town. However, In competitive markets, these headline risks will likely drive additional increases and additional pressure to force some of the pricing convergence across the various different hospitals. A lot of those providers now have started to ask about what are the alternative strategies to help support and mitigate some of these implications. And we're seeing providers doing various different traditional type of changes, things like contracts, shifting toward value-based care, launching center of excellence to other non-traditional changes like direct employer contracting, joining coalitions, really to start to mitigate some of the implications associated with what the providers will likely see in the market space. James, we've been talking about payers and providers, and of course, we also have listeners in the pharma life sciences space and medical device space. And what I recall when the providers first started complying with the transparency rules and publishing their prices, some of the spotlight has actually been on 
the drug prices and seeing fairly large differences in what different health systems were charging for essentially the same drug, the same treatment, and that garnering quite a bit of attention. So what's the angle here and what's the perspective in this transparency conversation when it comes to drugs? So Igor, CMS has actually delayed the implementation of the transparency rule specifically related to drug pricing. And that's actually a significant win to the pharmaceutical companies, as well as the PBMs, the pharmaceutical benefit management companies, because much of their revenues actually comes from these transactions called rebates that are received from the manufacturers. One of the things that I would argue is that pricing transparency is actually much more important about drugs versus healthcare services, because consumers and members are much more vigilant about drug cost. They're willing to actually do much more in terms of finding out better costs for drugs, as well as substituting brand names versus generics. Versus for healthcare services, a lot of times when you go in to see your primary care physician, sometimes you come out with a different bill because there are a multitude of services that could happen during that visit. For drugs, it's much different. You're very much going to take the type of drugs that are being prescribed by your physicians and you're willing to shop for it, especially if this is a long-term use for chronic conditions and such. Going back to the impact on consumers, James, how can consumers really leverage this transparency and how will this likely influence consumer behavior as this continues to unfold? So, Jenya, I think the ultimate winner when you think about pricing transparency will be the consumer. They're going to be armed with much more information and they're going to be able to make an informed decision on how they go about their overall health care. But this really requires Americans to be much more vested in how they manage, how they drive, and how they think through their health care decisions. If you think about right now, most Americans have insurance through their employers. And what they really are focused on is making sure that they satisfy their deductibles, office co-pays, and things of that nature. Now, as a lot more of that burden of healthcare costs start to shift toward the consumers, they're going to start noticing that it's hitting their bottom line. And hopefully, they'll be more proactive in terms of understanding where they're going to get their care and how to better manage the cost. James, the cost of care is certainly a critical consideration for consumers, employers, and others, but it's not the only consideration. And in fact, the thing we really most care about is the quality of care, getting the best possible care for ourselves and our families. Where does the price conversation and transparency conversation intersect with the quality conversation? How can health organizations better link the price story to the quality story? So when it comes to quality, I think there are a multitude of things that we can think through. I think number one, from a payer perspective, payers are already starting to think about how to actually improve steerage as well as incentivize members in focusing on quality and outcome-based care versus just cost alone. So you're starting to see a lot of the larger health plans starting to think about, you know, potentially rewarding their member, whether it's cash, whether it's gift cards and other ways to incentivize them to actually selecting a better quality healthcare provider. On the provider side, given a lot of the headline risk that I mentioned a little bit earlier, Providers are actually starting to look at how can they provide a better quality narrative in the marketplace. So for large academic health systems, as well as other players, 
they're looking at really highlighting some of their expertise and some of their research and outcomes associated with the work that they're doing in delivering care and really highlighting their place in the community on how they're supporting those particular areas. And they're also starting to work with payers in standing up those COEs and looking for alternative ways to really deliver better care in a better management fashion and understanding what the community is really looking for from that perspective. And then lastly, I'll mention just around the third-party entrants that are coming into play. We're seeing a lot of new startups that are really taking advantage of the pricing transparency trends, the information that are provided as part of the machine-readable files, and starting to do the analytics and insights to really help patients inform on what their healthcare choices are. Those are coupled with what CMS is trying to do in terms of the regulatory mandates, driving a lot of the new standards, and hopefully really making the entire healthcare ecosystem between payers, providers, third parties, and others in having a more cohesive and more interoperable world in exchanging and making that information much more usable across the various different stakeholders. Well, as you said, James, we're just at the beginning of this journey of transparency, and it will be interesting to see how it evolves, including the standardization and alignment of data, the usability of this information, and as you said, the impact that transparency will have on health strategies and offerings, new processes, customer behaviors, and experiences. James, thanks for coming on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Thank you again. For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation, and care delivery, please visit our website at pwc.com forward slash HRI. Until next time, this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC All Rights Reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.